Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern speaking to you tonight from Hollywood, California. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shakery Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shakery Man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's really clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless fan. The 480th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Featuring America's most famous collector of yarns and stories, radio's number one sports reporter, Bill Stern. <laughs> Good evening. Here we go again with strange, incredible stories. Some legendary, some hearsay, but also interesting. We'd like to pass them along to you. Tonight, we're in Hollywood, California, where we're broadcasting the Los Angeles Open Golf Tournament. And from Hollywood tonight, our guest is the famous star of stage, screen, and radio, Eddie Cantor. But before you meet Eddie Cantor in person, here is Real One. As you know, tonight, we are broadcasting from California. And California, as you also know, is the home of Jack Kramer, the famous national professional tennis champion. Jack is a fast man. He has to be good to hold the championship. And Jack Kramer is just as good and fast with his shaving. In fact, he writes me that Colgate Lather Shaving Cream helps make shaving a setup for him. Listen. Bill, that Colgate Lather Shaving Cream rates aces with me. I've got stubborn whiskers, but Colgate Lather is so rich, moist, and fine bubbled it really softens them up. Let's me shave quick, clean, and smooth, like a straight set match. The razor never volleys back and forth, doesn't snag or scrape. I get a slick shave and my face feels cool and relaxed afterwards. I've tried them all, and I agree. Colgate Lather Shaving Cream is sure the champion of lather shave. Thanks, Jack Kramer. You see, fellas, with Colgate Lather Shaving Cream on your brush, shaving even the toughest whiskers is a cinch. Being light and fine textured doesn't pack your whiskers down flat so the razor slides over them. No, sir. That rich, fluffy Colgate Lather stands whiskers up. At the same time, gets them soft and limp, so your razor cuts them off close, clean, smooth the first time over. And at the finish, your face feels comfortable, relaxed, instead of sore. Yes, sir. For champion shaving performance, get yourself some Colgate Lather Shaving Cream. The lather shave of champions. Real two. Portrait of a great man. Tonight we're broadcasting from the city where dreams sometimes come true. Hollywood, California. And this is the story of a dream. And yet it didn't begin here in Hollywood. No. 
No, this dream began 3,000 miles away in New York. Many years ago, on New York's Lower East Side, there lived a youngster. His name was Izzy Iskowitz. Izzy was like thousands of other poor boys in New York City. His parents were gone, and he roamed the streets taking care of himself as best he could. One cold winter's day, he was playing basketball with some neighborhood boys. Playing basketball when he noticed a little crippled youngster watching them play. The little crippled youngster was watching Izzy with such interest that finally, Izzy walked over and he began to talk to the little crippled boy. Izzy felt sorry for the youngster. From then on, whenever he could, Izzy would always stop and talk to that little boy until they became good friends. They went everywhere together. That is, they went everywhere together until the week before Christmas when the little crippled youngster disappeared. Izzy looked everywhere for his little friend, but he couldn't find him. And he didn't find him until the night before Christmas when he accidentally found him hiding in a basement. Izzy immediately asked the youngster why he was hiding. The little crippled boy didn't speak for a moment. And then he said... I came down here because when I see everybody else getting Christmas presents, it makes me sad. I never had a Christmas present in my life. So I... I sort of figured I'd just stay out of everybody's way until Christmas was over. That night, Izzy determined that somehow his little friend would have a Christmas present. True, Izzy didn't have any money, but somehow he'd get him a present, even if he had to steal it. That's why the next day, Izzy did try to steal a little toy, but just as he stole that toy, he was caught. Because Izzy was only a little boy. They took him before a children's counselor. This children's counselor was an older man. He asked Izzy why he'd stolen that toy. Izzy told that children's counselor that he'd stolen that toy so that his little crippled friend might have his first Christmas present. The children's counselor thought for a moment, and then he said, Izzy, if you continue to steal, you'll wind up in jail. Will you promise me you'll never steal again? I promise you. All right, Izzy, I believe you. Now, because you gave me your promise, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You get your little friend and both of you be my guests on Christmas. I'll see that he gets a present. You just leave that to me. The children's counselor kept his word. He gave little Izzy and his friend a wonderful Christmas party. There was a tree and presents and good things to eat. And as little Izzy saw those presents, he made a vow. Someday, if I can, so help me. I'll see that others are taken care of at Christmas time. That all happened many years ago. Yet Izzy never forgot what that children's counselor had told him. Maybe you'd like to know who that children's counselor was. He later became famous as the governor of the state of New York. For his name, his name was Al Smith. And as for little Izzy, well, he too grew up to be a famous man. Today, the whole country knows him as Eddie Cantor. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Cantor in person, star of stage, screen, and radio, the world-famous Eddie Cantor. Thank you, Bill Stern. Eddie, do you still remember that vow that you made way back your first Christmas? I certainly do. I swore that someday, if I could, so help me... I see that others were taken care of at Christmas time. And, Eddie, how you have made that vow come true. Ladies and gentlemen, do you know that Eddie Cantor is the head of a great idea called Give a Gift to a Yank Who Gave? This wonderful idea is now in its fifth year, and this Christmas, in every veteran's hospital in this country, there were gifts from Eddie Cantor because of his appeal. 
But tonight, Eddie, we have a gift for you. On behalf of all the wounded war veterans in these United States, I'm going to present this beautiful silver plaque to you, Eddie. And I'd like to read the inscription on this plaque. It reads... To Eddie Cantor, whose unselfish devotion to our wounded war veterans, behind his great campaign, give a gift to a Yank who gave, has placed over 10 million presents in the hands of those who so richly deserve to be remembered each Christmas. Those who might otherwise be forgotten. May the simple inscription on this plaque remind Eddie Cantor in the years that lie ahead that his kindness will live in the hearts of this nation, a nation that already holds him in fond esteem and considers this but another example of his perseverance in the cause of democracy. Thank you, Bill. I want you to know that I do appreciate this. And with God's help, we'll carry on. Thank you very much, Eddie Cantor. Rail 3. Since we're broadcasting from Hollywood, California, here's the best in the far west, Don Stanley. Don't blame your razor if your shaves aren't smooth or close or comfortable enough. If your razor scrapes and leaves your face stubbly and irritated, just try Colgate Lather Shaving Cream. Colgate Lather is light and fine textured. Crowds down around each bristle and softens it up fast. Yes, sir, it soaks stiff, wiry whiskers so soft, the very touch of your razor zips them off clean and smooth. What's more, Colgate Lather is long-lasting. Its rich, small bubbles stay moist throughout the shave. Colgate Lather doesn't dry out, doesn't drag or pull the blade. The result is you've got a face-happy shave, a close and comfortable shave. See what a difference the right cream makes. Try the light cream, Colgate Lather Shaving Cream, the shave cream of champions. Now back to Bill Stern. Real four. Portrait of the past. Tonight, as you know, we're broadcasting from Hollywood. Hollywood. A fabulous city where, strangely enough, it's named after a racehorse. Horse racing has produced many great stories, but it's auto racing that's produced the most fantastic story of them all. A short time ago, a story appeared in a national magazine about auto racing. Perhaps you read the story and perhaps you didn't. But regardless of whether you did or you didn't, it's such an incredible story that it's worth hearing tonight. For this, this is the story of a racing car. Years ago, this particular racing car first came into prominence when it was purchased by a young Austrian sportsman. It was a powerful car, 12 cylinders, long, low, and sleek. The young Austrian sportsman was proud of his racing car, so proud that he decided to take his family on a trip in the car. Happily, they started out. They hadn't gone far when suddenly, suddenly the heavy car skidded. The car was out of control. It skidded off the road, plunged down the mountainside, rolling over and over until finally it hit a tree with a terrific crash. That sportsman and his entire family were killed in that crash. And yet, despite the fact that the car was wrecked, it was not demolished. It could be rebuilt, and it was rebuilt. Next, that racing car came into the possession of two Italian drivers. They rebuilt the car. They entered it in the grand prize race from Spain to France. These two Italians were men of great skill and courage. And in that race from Spain to France, they were out in the lead. They were nearing the finish line when suddenly a tire blew up. The car went out of control, roared across the track, crashed into a concrete wall. This racing car had taken two more human lives. 
Yet strangely enough, even after that second tragedy, the car was once again rebuilt. And again it came into the possession of another racing driver. One day this other driver was racing that ill-fated car. Again the car was out on the lead. When suddenly, once again, it went out of control. The driver froze as he saw that car heading directly for the crowded stands. On that fatal day, seven more lives were snuffed out by this same racing car as it crashed into the grandstand. That's the incredible tale of a racing star that brought death to 13 people, and every word of it up to here has been printed in Collier's magazine. Wait. Wait, there's still more to this fantastic story. For according to another source... The most unbelievable part of the story about this racing car allegedly took place in 1910 for a strange team of racing drivers were driving this car that year. The driver of this team was nicknamed Rick. His mechanic was called Sergey. No one thought that Rick and Sergey had a chance in the race that year. However, on the day of the race, Rick and Sergey were in the lead when suddenly, once again, the car went out of control. Only this time, that jinx racing car, which had brought death to those 13 people, did crash. Then, as it crashed on this time, as it had so many times before, this jinxed racing car did not bring death in its wake. Instead, Rick and Sergey got out of that wrecked car alive. It's lucky they did. These two, who were only driving that car as a hobby, were two of the greatest musicians that the world has ever known. For you see, Rick was the most famous singer in the world. His full name was Enrico Caruso. driving partner, Sergey, was one of the world's greatest pianists. For you see, his full name was Sergei Rachmaninoff. And it was he who wrote one of the world's most famous classical numbers, Rachmaninoff's Prelude in C-sharp minor. story of a racing car that brought death to 13 people and yet did not bring death to two of the world's greatest musicians, Enrico Caruso and Sergei Rachmaninoff. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Even stranger than that is the fact that it was this same car in which the Archduke Ferdinand of Austria was riding when he was murdered... At Sarajevo, a murder that started the First World War. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the three O mark for tonight. After tonight, we leave Hollywood, California, and head back to New York, where next Friday night we'll be back, same time, same stations. Our guest will be the lightweight champion of the world, Ike Williams. See you then. Till then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night, this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from Hollywood. Bill Stern, the Colgate Champion Man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Champion Man, that loves to say. He told you tales of sport heroes, the inside hope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-G-E. Bill Stern's latest Columbia sports short entitled Flying Fins is now playing in the nation's theaters. Look for it at your local theater. Tomorrow night over NBC, hear Colgate's Hour of Fun. Hilarious Judy Canova, followed by A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. 
This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs>